everybody. This is Paul Cyan with United Real Estate Home Connections, licensed in the state of Ohio and Kentucky. And with me today is Trey Butkey with USA Mortgage. How are you doing today, Trey? I'm good, Paul. I appreciate you having me here today. Glad to have you on. We're Today we're going to be talking about uh, the VA mortgages. And uh, to kind of start that off, I mean, why don't you tell us about your background in the military? Uh, yeah, I spent six years in the Marine Corps, um, 89 to 95. Um, was a radio operator with Com Company Headquarters Battalion. Um, so, seeing both coasts, um, had a, a deployment uh, to Honduras during Desert Storm, um, and then got out in 95 and finished up school at the uh, University of Cincinnati. Okay, nice. So, what got you into uh, mortgages then? Uh, I really got into mortgages by accident. I was actually working at Fidelity Investments at the time, and um, the girl I sat next to, her boyfriend at the time, was a mortgage uh, sales manager and uh, at Fifth Third. And um, I just was seeing um, what he was doing, and it was kind of interesting. And after about a year, um, he invited me to an open house. And uh, I probably started about two weeks later, and here we are pushing 24 years later, and uh, I'm still doing mortgages. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did you start specializing in VA mortgages at a spe in a certain time? No, Paul, I really didn't. So I always, the, my first half of my career, I always worked at a bank. Okay. And I always sort of had a, a, like a community product available, which would be a low down payment program or a no down payment program. Um, and back then, the banks just really weren't doing uh, government lending. Um, the, so I, I didn't do FHA or VA uh, back then, probably for the first 10 years of my career. Um, I got into the VA lending uh, probably coming up on five years now. Okay. Um, then that's from having done literally no VA lending to where it's about 80% of my business right very nice, now. Very nice. Yeah. So I know your branding is VA dude. Tell me, tell me about that. How did that come up? Um, because uh, of some of the other things I was looking for were no longer available. <laughs> um, so I, I just wanted something that people could remember um, without having to write it down. Um, and the VA dude was available and that's what I became and that's kind of how I market. Uh, it's pretty much how I market exclusively. So I'm at the point now where, as I said, I do about 80% VA. Um, I, I still do FHA, I still do USDA, I still do conventional lending. I'm not turning that stuff away, but you know, my, my heart, my passion is, is helping the vets and, um, and so that's what I've been specializing in. And that's really the only thing I market at this point. Great. Yeah. And so just to elaborate a little further, VA is the Veteran Administration Loan. It's specifically for, for veterans. Tell us a little bit about that. What are the, the basic qualifications? Of yeah. It? So it's for veterans or active duty uh, or reserve or guard. So you don't necessarily have to be a veteran. You can still be in. Um, but there's different requirements depending on whether you're still in the service or whether you're a veteran. Um, so it's a little different between uh, guard and reserve and active duty. Um, so an active duty veteran is, uh, they're eligible after two years um, of, of serving their full contract. Um, and, and when I say two years, everything's not etched in stone. There's always um, some exceptions. exceptions. Yeah. So if someone was um, discharged with a disability, you know, something got hurt uh, on the job, you know, it really depends. So I, if someone came to me and said, hey, I served, you know, 18 months, that's a weird uh, amount of time to serve. So I would think yeah. something probably happened. 
so I would get their certificate of eligibility to, to, to see, you know, that that's the final thing that determines whether they're eligible or not. But anyways, uh, so active duty, the standards two years, um, uh, guard and reserve is, is after serving their first enlistment, which is a six year enlistment, unless they've been activated, called to uh, active duty. Um, in the case of uh, the reservist, it would be after 90 days, okay. um, they would be eligible. And in the case of a National Guardsman, because they actually report to the governor um, before the feds, they have to be called to active duty under federal orders. So Title 32, excuse me, uh, Title 10 orders. Okay. Um, so if they're called under um, federal orders, then they're also eligible after 90 days. Okay. My, my understanding too, there's certain cases too where the spouses are eligible. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. So the only... Um, the spouse is going to be able to, there's a surviving spouse eligibility. Um, so that would be the only time when a spouse is eligible without the veteran actually being on the loan. Okay. So in the case of a surviving spouse, and that would be a surviving spouse of someone who was either um, killed in action or died as a result of a VA-related um, disability. Okay. So just because you're married to a veteran, and they pass away, that by itself wouldn't make you eligible. Okay. They would have had to have, have died as a result of their service. Okay. And you mentioned eligibility earlier in the determination mm -hmm. of eligibility. What's the process for that? Um, so the easiest thing um, to do is to um, actually myself or my assistant will reach out to the VA and see if the, the veteran's um, certificate of eligibility is available electronically. Right now, I would say probably 80% of them are, which means I type in their name, their social security number, and their date of birth, and instantly we have access to their certificate of eligibility. If they're part of the 20% roughly that aren't available electronically, then we need uh, to provide a little more information to the VA, and that's usually their discharge paper. So in the case of an active duty uh, veteran, it'd be their DD-214. Uh, in the case of a reservist, it would be their retirement point statement. Okay. What do you think the best advantages of the VA loan compared to the other other types of loans? So the biggest, um, the biggest obstacle in home ownership, in my opinion, is down payment. Um, that's the thing that stops people. Um, and the VA makes that, um, that obstacle go away. It's a zero down payment uh, loan option. Okay. Yeah, that's compared to your your even your FHA has the minimum yeah, three point so, five. Yep. Like. Even so, some of the lower down payment options, three and a half percent on FHA. Uh, there's a conventional option at three percent. Um, the other big advantage that I like about the VA loan is that there is no mortgage insurance on it. Yes. So typically, uh, you know, FHA has got mortgage insurance. Uh, conventional loans has mortgage insurance if you're not putting at least twenty percent down. Um, so you end up, um, you know, apples to apples, you're going to end up with a, a lower monthly payment using a VA loan. Okay. Yeah, definitely uh, advan advantageous for those veterans who are eligible. It's a great benefit. Ta talking about the, uh, the VA loan itself, I know there's a funding fee. Uh, there is a funding fee. Um, that is how the VA keeps the program going. It's how they self-insure, if you will. Um, the funding fee is 2.3% for the first-time use. And it's 3.6% for subsequent use. So what I'm saying there is that, yes, you can use the VA loan more than once. Um, 
the even though it's a zero down payment loan, again, there's still the funding fee, but the VA does let you finance that funding fee. So most people will put that uh, into the loan amount. And just on a side note, the appraisal does not have to cover that additional um, 2.3 or 3.6%. Okay. Now, good news is um, there are a lot of veterans that are going to be eligible to have that funding fee waived. So if you have a VA disability rating of 10% or higher, that entire funding fee is waived. That's a great benefit. It is. And, and it's a huge percentage of the veterans that I'm running across. Okay. Um, so you mentioned a two, 2% funding fee for the initial. 2.3. 2.3 and then 3. 3.6. 3.6 for the second. How does that apply in terms of refinance if somebody wanted to refinance? So refinance is totally different. Um, and the, the big refinance that most people are doing with a uh, VA loan is, is an interest rate reduction loan. Um, so it's a loan strictly to lower the interest rate. They're not borrowing extra equity out of the property. They're not paying off additional debts. In that case, it's just a half a percent funding fee. Same thing though, they waive that with the 10% VA disability rating. Okay, bringing up the, the refi, I mean, is you mentioned uh, cash, no cash out and that interest mm -hmm. rate reduction. Let's say they didn't want to do that. Let's say they wanted cash out. Can they do that with a VA loan? They can. Um, the rules have changed this year. Um, it used to be 100% of the equity in the property. They could they could draw out. Um, at this point, it's, it's it's capped at 90%. Okay. Let's go over a little more about the getting more than one one uh, VA loan. You know, from my understanding in the past is, you know, I've got my VA loan in my house and that's the only one I can get. So can... Yeah. That, so there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And I think most of the misconceptions are probably rooted in a truth that existed at one time or another. Okay. Um, when the when the VA loan first came out, it, it pretty much was a, a one and done um, loan. Um, but right now, um, uh, you, you have basic entitlement. And I, I don't want to get too into the, the math of it, but you have basic entitlement and you have bonus entitlement. Um, so, it, and then together you, you have a total amount of entitlement. So as long as you're, to simplify things, as long as your two loans together don't go over the, the total entitlement, then you would have room to have two loans um, possibly going at the same time. Now, that would be like if I bought a house and then decided, um, you know, a couple years later, we need a, a bigger house and we want to retain that house as an investment property. So that's the example I'm given that you could have two going at the same time. Um, as far as reusing it, though, uh, most people are selling their homes. That pays off uh, the loan and that restores their entitlement. So there actually there's no limit to the number of times you can use the VA loan. Okay. I mean, you use it three, four, five Again, over the lifetime, there's really no limit. Okay. Talking about that over the uh, uh, limits, basically, is there a max loan amount for um, VA? Yes and no. <laughs> so there always was a max loan amount, which would be the county loan limit. And that's set um, pretty much across the country. That's similar there, like the FHA? The... Well, no. It'd be, it would go with the conventional okay. loan. So yeah. like right now, 540000 Um However... Again, there, there were some changes to the VA loan at the beginning of 2020. Um, and one of those was that if a veteran has full entitlement, so they haven't, they could have used their loan before, but retitlement, entitlement's been restored. So basically they don't have an outstanding loan right now, 
or they didn't have a loan that resulted in a loss to the VA. So like a foreclosure um, or a short sale, something like that. So as long as they have full entitlement, there is no loan limit currently. Okay. So theoretically, you know, you could buy a million dollar house with zero down. And if you had a 10% disability rating, you would pay no funding fee as well. Um, now, when I said yes and no, the no part is that, uh, or the yes part that there is a limit is if they do not have full entitlement. So maybe they had a loss at one point or they currently have a loan outstanding. At that point, then they are capped at the current county loan limit. Okay. So for 2020, it's like 540,000. They did just announce the new county loan limits that are going up next year. And I apologize. I don't have it memorized yet. No worries. So in the case, let's say we have got a, we've got a doctor. He's a veteran, you know, did his 20 years in the service, retired, has veteran status. They want to buy a million dollar house as a, you know, a nice post, post military house. Yep. Do they, do they get that 0% uh, down payment option or do they have to come up with a greater? No, there's zero. If he has full eligibility, he, he can buy that house uh, with zero down. Well, that's that's pretty impressive. It is. <laughs> it definitely is. It's another interesting feature of the uh, the VA loan, which not many people know about or talk about, is the, the ability to sign the mortgage. I mean, are you familiar with that and how that works? Get rid of the mortgage, but I can assign it to another to another oh, veteran. So, so it can be assumed. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yes, in some instances, um, um, the potential buyer could assume um, my current VA loan. Assuming they're a veteran as well, too. Um, actually, there's two ways of doing it. So one one is they're a veteran, um, and then one is that they're not. Um, so, yeah, it's not something you see a whole lot of uh, today. Okay. Um, I think it was something um, when rates were a lot higher. Made more the sense VA then, loans yeah. were a lot lower, that it was, it was used as a selling uh, tool. Um, I don't run across it very often. Okay. I mean, you mentioned you brought up interest rates. What are what, How are the rates compared to the to conventional mortgages or FHA mortgages? So I'm seeing uh, VA rates, and just like conventional, just like FHA, uh, the rate's going to be based on credit score. So it's a credit score-driven risk-based pricing. Um, but if all things being equal, I'm seeing the VA loan being priced a quarter to an eighth better in, in rate. Okay. And then you mentioned credit. How about credit in terms of comparing, you know, the credit requirements for conventional FHA? Yeah, so we're in a post-COVID world right now. What we can do today versus what I could do, say, in January are are different things. Um, However, I think we're getting closer back to where we started. So I'm I'm getting a lot of my options back. Okay. Um, Credit-wise, so the VA does not set a minimum credit score. That, That is a complete myth. Um, but that doesn't mean a lender won't set a minimum credit score. Lenders have their own rules. Yeah, lenders, it's an overlay, basically. It's a lender applied overlay. Um, it's the risk they're willing to take. Um, but so I'll hear, and I'll hear veterans talk about it. Oh, you need a 640 credit score to qualify. You need a 660. And that just simply isn't the case. You may need that at the lender they talk to, but that doesn't mean that there isn't funds available out there. So right now I'm, I'm I can go down to a 600 credit score on a VA loan, um, which is the same as an FHA loan right now. Um, conventional, I'm, I need to be at like 640 at least. Okay. So we talked about uh, buying your own home. I mean, could you buy an investment property with it? I know there's is it owner-occupied rules. Yeah, there are. So uh, VA uh, the VA home loan benefit 
is for an owner-occupied property. Okay. Um, there's a way to kind of combine the two, though, um, because it does allow you to buy up to a four-unit property. So a one to four unit property, as long as one of the units is occupied by the veteran as their owner occupied property, then the other three clearly can be, you know, used as investment. And that's a good way for the, the house hack, the owner to pay for their mortgage at the same time. Phenomenal way to get into yeah. investment properties and uh, pay for your mortgage. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely were, were the options available. Thanks for that information. Let's talk about your process. I'm a, let's say I'm a first time home buyer or, you know, veteran. Yeah. I'm coming to you. I want to buy a house. What, what, what can I expect from that first sit down? I mean, the first thing we're going to do is talk about your personal situation because everybody's different. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pull credit. Uh, going to look at your income versus your debts, kind of see what you can afford. I'm going to have my assistant pull the certificate of eligibility which will tell me um, how much eligibility you have. Uh, and it will also actually tell me if you have a VA disability rating or not. So I'll know if the funding fee is applicable to you or not. Um, at that point, it's documenting what we talked about, you know, pay stubs, W-2s, tax returns, that type of thing, basic things. Um, and then I'm gonna run it through our automated underwriting system. Um, basically, at that point, if I can prove what I entered is correct, um, we're waiting on an appraisal and title. Um, okay. So it's really, it's pretty straightforward um, uh, from a, a standard, but of course, again, everybody's situation is different. Um, so the, in the VA, it, there's a lot of quirks and things that you can get done with the VA loan if you know what you're doing. Um, so to me, it's, it's not a loan that you dabble in. You either right. need to really learn it um, you know, or, or not mess with them at all is my personal opinion. Just, I won't do, you know, 203K loans. Um, uh, that's a, be, a rehab loan. Yeah, that's a specialty in and of itself. Because it's a specialty, yeah. exactly. Uh, that's exactly right. So talking about rehab loans, the VA doesn't offer anything like that. Well, they, they actually do. They do, okay. Um, however, right now it's, 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 on, uh, it's on hold during the COVID pandemic. Okay. Um, but prior to that, there there actually is a VA um, rehab loan, and there's also a VA construction loan. Okay. Um, it, it, now, again, not all lenders offer them, um, but the VA absolutely supports them. Okay. Um, just like properties. So I'll hear a lot of talk um, in a lot of veteran groups and see a lot of guys, you know, talking about their experiences. And I will see veterans, you know, almost weekly say that you can't get a manufactured home uh, with a VA loan. And that's just absolutely not true. Okay. Um, not every lender will do it. Um, just finding the right but lender. But the VA absolutely will support it. Is that something you do? It is, actually. Yep. Okay. I probably have a VA uh, a manufactured home going, at least, I, I have one going at all at all times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, good information, helpful to know. Going back to your process too, if somebody needs help with their, you know, they're new, they maybe they got some things on their credit. Yep. They, you know, is that something you can counsel them, guide it, them? It on? is, and I, and I would tell you that the VA is way more forgiving than any other loan. Uh, VA underwriting is about telling a story and seeing if it makes sense. Um, the ultimate goal is to get the veteran in a home and to protect the veteran's interests. So. Um, VA underwriting is not about, um, you know, how can we turn a loan down? It's, I, I, my experience has been, it's, it's truly about how do we help the veteran? 
Um, so that being said, um, credit standards are a little, in my opinion, lighter. Uh, as an example, FHA looks at usually the, the most recent 24 months, um, especially when you're doing what's a, a manual underwrite, which is when you don't get that automated approval. Um, that doesn't mean you can't do the loan. It just means you got to fit things in a box, basically. Okay. So FHA is going to look at the last 24 months really closely, where the VA is going to look at the last 12 months really closely. So you may have had some issues in the past, but if I can show, you know, for 12 months that you have paid everything on time, haven't taken out any uh, new derogatory debt collections, liens, anything of that nature, um, and you've got at least a 600 credit score at this point, um, you very likely could get a loan. Yeah. Yeah. So I, again, every situation's completely unique. So it's, it's hard to just say, oh, if you have a 600 credit score, you're going to qualify. Um, you may or you may not. It really depends on what's driving that credit score. Yeah. And at the same time too, is that something, somebody comes in and I've got a 600 credit score. Can I'm not ready to buy now, but in six months, can you help me out? Can you guide yeah, me? Yeah. So I, I do that a lot actually. Um, so, I mean, I've had closings this year that I, Probably started talking to the customer, you know, a year and a half ago. Um, so that, that's pretty frequently that happens. Um, and I know enough about the credit to when it's real obvious things to say, if you do this and this, this will do this to your score. And it may be something as simple as you don't have a lot of credit. Yeah. And maybe it's getting, you know, uh, adding a secured credit card and, paying that on time for three months. That may be enough to get your score where you need it to be. So it could be something real simple like that. Once they start getting real complicated, lots of collections, tax liens, um, at that point, honestly, I, I'm gonna probably refer them out for some professional credit help. Okay, yeah, that's, that's always helpful too in certain cases. Yeah. All right, great, that's all the questions I have for today. Do you have any uh, final thoughts? No, Paul, I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about the VA loan. It's it's what it do. It's what it love, and uh, I think it's it's a great uh, opportunity for vets. Um, and um, if anybody needs help, I, I'm happy to help them. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, you said where you were licensed at the beginning. I'm licensed in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. Okay, great. And uh, even first outside states, I'm sure you've got people in your network that you can refer, I do. refer uh, them out to. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's great. Thanks for being on, Trey. Appreciate it, Paul.